Hi all, this is RV Empath and this is the podcast RVE for the HSP. Welcome. It is October 25th, 2021 and how are you doing? There is a lot of energy out there. So let's talk. Let's talk about it, shall we? So I will do a quick recap astrologically of stuff that's been happening and then we'll look over this next week so the 25th let's go back to around the 18th or so uh that's a good day to recap because that was pretty big we had jupiter going direct in the sign of aquarius and mercury going direct after a mercury retrograde and that is or was in the sign of Libra. We also had Mars in Libra trine newly direct Jupiter in Aquarius. That's all on the same day. Very big day. And uh, trines are always really good. (laughs) And then we had um, a full moon in Aries on the 20th. We had a square between Mars and Pluto on the 22nd. So uh, that was likely felt pretty powerfully. And the sun moved into Scorpio on the 23rd. Happy birthday, Scorpios. On the, oh, I guess that catches us us up. That was quick. (laughs) So. All right, let's look over this next week. Tomorrow, we have a square between Venus and Neptune retrograde. Venus is in Sagittarius, a very adventurous sign. It's about higher learning and open-mindedness. And Neptune is still in Pisces. Neptune rules Pisces. Spirituality a certain kind of dreaminess. It can be all about addictions as well. So there's a square there. And squares can be fairly challenging where we are being asked to put forth some sort of action. So it can be really hard to move forward with things. But this likely has to do with Venus can be about how we make our money. Um, self-worth, our values, our skills, learning something new because it's in Sagittarius or traveling, just expanding the mind somehow. Um, Sagittarius can also be about legal issues. Now, Neptune and Pisces, that can be about closing up or ending a karmic cycle, something to do with addictions. So, you know, it's not fun. (laughs) But it's important to do the work because it's well worth it. So whatever is holding us back from living a best life, challenge yourself on it. Better now than later. Um, And uh, yeah, get to it. Venus in Sagittarius is a great, there's an opportunity to learn something new or expand the mind somehow. So Look for that. 
Then on the 28th, there is a sextile between Venus and Jupiter. That's good. Jupiter is the good luck planet, great benefic. So that sextile energy can perhaps help out with the the Venus energy of that square I was just talking about because Venus is shortly after going to be in a sextile with Jupiter. So I'm just saying, <laughs> focus on that energy to help you get through the square. Now, Jupiter newly uh, going direct in Aquarius has to do with new innovations, new ideas, um, uh, like networking. Sextiles is where we use our known skills and talents to further an opportunity. So, yeah, seek it out. Venus sextile Jupiter, pretty cool. Um, the 30th, there's a square. Sun in Scorpio, square Saturn in Aquarius. Eh. Well, whenever there's a square with Saturn, it's usually usually pretty you know it can be eh, difficult frustrating don't like to say it but I mean it's Saturn Saturn is the grind it's our work ethic overcoming obstacles who we are in the world relationship to authority large and small so it's hard work or it has to do with some sort of challenge uh, when it comes to hard work and no one likes to be called on their stuff when it comes to hard work so that's all I'm saying now the Sun in Scorpio <laughs> Scorpio is also fairly difficult it can be our shadow sides issues related to power control manipulation um, sex money um, so, you know, it's also, it can be very triumphant, very healing, Scorpio. Scorpio is very deep. And, um, it's the phoenix rising from the ashes kind of thing. Saturn is in Aquarius. I don't know if I said that. I think I did. So, um, yeah, you know, if you're feeling called, look more into it. Sun square Saturn. Specifically, Sun in Scorpio square Saturn in Aquarius. And um, see what else comes up. But, you know, definitely work toward long-term goals somehow um, when it comes to transforming like control issues when it comes to um, new ways of thinking and being hmm. there you go easy peasy uh, on the 30th as well Mars is conjunct Scorpio Ooh, removes into the sign of Scorpio rather so um, Mars rules Scorpio, doesn't it? Or Pluto? Pluto rules Scorpio. But Mars has something to do with it as well. So, at any rate, um, 
Let me look this up just to make sure. Uh, Mars is Scorpio's ancient ruler. And um, so uh, sometimes sometimes a sign will have like a couple of rulers. Like I think Pisces, the ancient ruler of Pisces was Jupiter. And now it's Neptune. So it's one of those dealios. At any rate, so Mars is pretty happy in Scorpio. That's good. And again, it is, it's passion. It's, um energy you know when it comes to Scorpio Scorpio's deep deep transformation healing um, sex death and taxes as they say <laughs> but um, you know it's really necessary to kind of dive into this stuff on the inner to really to really um, you know let go of or come to terms with and make peace with and let go of what holds us back from our best self our best lives right mm -hmm. that's what it's all about here at rve is living a best life uh all right what where was i okay also on the 30th semi-sextile between venus and pluto Ooh. so that's a smaller positive aspect. Venus still in Sagittarius, Pluto in Capricorn. And um, then there is an inconjunct between Mercury and Neptune retrograde. So the 30th seems like it's a pretty big, fairly big day, astrologically speaking. And then on the 31st, there are no direct or exact aspects happening but there's always something going on with the moon so let's take a peek and that is Halloween um, here in the States the the holiday I don't know where else in the world they um, celebrate it I'm sure Canada and then uh, you know I'm not sure <laughs> I'm sure other countries in um, Europe as well. Anyway, getting off track. So, 31st, the moon is in Virgo. And it will be forming a trine with Uranus retrograde in Taurus. So, and that's one of the aspects that it will be um, making. Let's see what else it does through the day. There's an opposition with uh, Neptune retrograde in Pisces as well. And this is the moon that I'm talking about. So, yeah, it's in Virgo. Virgo. So, um, our health, our work, being of service. Um, our daily routines. Virgo is very, you know, Virgo's a cool sign. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's, it's important to take stock of 
um, how we live our days and the things, how we structure our days because our days becomes our lives before we know it. And with that little lecture, I'll take a final peek as to like what is happening in November as I wrap up this segment. Um, there is that trine starting off November between Mercury and Jupiter. Yay! And that will be felt on, on the 31st too. I mean, before that even. A few days before and after an aspect is exact. On the uh, second, there's a square between Mercury and Pluto. Mm. <laughs> um, a new moon on the fourth. Ooh, the fourth looks pretty big. November fourth, quintile between the Sun and Pluto. There's a new moon, new moon in Scorpio, and there's an opposition between the Sun in Scorpio and Uranus retrograde in Taurus. Hmm. Okay. So oppositions are kind of stressful push and pull energies. Um, yeah, Uranus has been pretty quiet. I mean, I did just mention that there's going to be a trine with the moon on the 31st. And, um, and then on the 4th, we get an opposition with the sun. Uranus is the great awakener. Um, enlightenment, sudden change. Ooh, and that's in Taurus. We'll talk more about that um, next week. But certainly the sign of Taurus has to do with how we make our money. Again, money, 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 security, um, our values, our skills, our self-worth. So, there could be some shaking up in that area, which is fine. We all need to, you know, we all need to um, kind of move with, go with the flow when it comes to certain um, changes that need to be made, right? So, we'll talk more about that next week. But Scorpio is emphasized, I can see clearly, on the 4th. All right. Do, do, do. So, I hope that was helpful. Um, overall, I still feel like there's something more to be said, but I'm not sure what. Mm, I am... Hold on here. Oh. Do, do, do. Yeah, overall, um, I don't, it's, I think it's going to be a fairly, you know, quiet week in a way. I'm not sure. Just uh, as I'm going through this astrological kind of look over, I'm not really picking up on on much. So I don't know. Next, we'll see how it we'll see how it goes. Good luck. All right, <laughs> let's move on, shall we? I'm starting to uh, confuse myself here. So um, now's the 
guidance card portion of the podcast. I'm going to take a moment to shuffle and ground the cards and energy for the highest good for all, most benevolent outcome for all. I encourage you to take a moment to breathe and clear your headspace. And I'll be back shortly. Thank you. Right back. Um, so, a quick reminder just to say um, every day look for ways to be and stay calm and balanced. Dur, 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 as I start off this guidance card reading. So, the card on the top was bouncing all around. So, let's see what that is. It's two of wands, possibilities. Yeah, I was kind of picking up on that. It feels like this next week, or this week here, is a week of possibilities. So focus on the good. Look for the good. Because what you focus on is what tends to happen. Uh, Remember, we're not what we think. Wait, what's that expression? How does it go? We aren't what we think we are, uh, but what we think we are. So make sure you're thinking good things. Make sure you're thinking positive things. Okay, now we have the Ten of Wands flipping over here. Suppression. So, Ten of Wands. It's good because it is closure. It's an ending of something. But, you know, it can be very difficult because it is so exhausting. There's a lot of burdens. So there's stuff to put down. This Two of Wands possibilities... That is choices. It's empowered choices. Make sure you're making good choices. Both of these are fire signs. I mean, this is wands, right? So I don't mean to say fire signs, but fire energy. It's um, uh, goals, moving forward, passion, uh, energy. Now, two of wands. Again, it's, it's a positive kind of empowerment when it comes to choices. And Ten of Wands suggests that there are choices to be made as to what, where you put your focus, where you put your energy, and what you are transitioning out of, what you are choosing to let go of. All right, let's see what else. Um... But it is in no way naive or stupid to deliberately focus on positive thoughts. It is, in fact, quite smart because um, it does make a difference in how we work within our lives. It makes a difference as to um, energetically uh, what our energy like attracts. how we think, how we feel, how we see the world, it all like positive framing changes everything for the better. Now, the moon card flipped over, past lives is the name of the card in the Osho Zen. Um, The moon card is fears, it can be confusion, 
it can be not being able to see the way. Now, what's really interesting is I was saying, oh, well, there are choices <laughs> to be made. It's time to figure out what you want, what you don't want, leave some things behind. The moon um, can imply that it's really hard to do that because it is, um, it's confusing, it's a dark night of the soul, um, hard to see where one is going, um, a great mystery. It's also kind of like the unknown. So <laughs> um, let's see if there's anything else coming out. What can help listeners in seeing and knowing their path and um, getting through the moon energy? Uh, Ten of Pentacles. Hello, we are the world. Yay. Well, Ten of Pentacles. There you go. Ten of Pentacles is beautiful. It is the be-all, end-all when it comes to money, home, family, health, Um it is security, long-lasting security. Look, we all want Ten of Pentacles. Um, it's a gorgeous energy, and it is um, it is home and hearth and happiness. Now, we are the world. Very interesting. Uh, it pictures uh, the planet Earth in outer space, and there's a ring of like the rainbow spectrum. There's beautiful um, silhouettes of people dancing around the perimeter of the planet. So what was my question? What will help in getting through the moon? The fears and the uncertainty of the moon energy and ten of pentacles flipped out. We are the world. And maybe knowing that you're not alone. <laughs> the whole world is going through something um, to a certain degree. Uh, but also knowing that this is that energy I'm talking about. There's a joyful energy that we can tap into. Um, just shared, like a shared humanity, a shared love, like the power of love. Um, dance, celebration, reaching out, um, looking for things that connect us with our fellow um, humans <laughs> instead of disconnect. So, yeah. And then Four of Cups turned over, turning in. All right. This card is one of the most um, blunt cards speaking about meditation that there is in the Osho Zen Tarot. There are quite a few. I've forgotten how many. I mean, not that many, but there are. Um, like meditative faces. There are a few cards that feature like Buddha faces and monks kind of zen, zened out and stuff like that. But this card features a young woman totally sitting in a posture of meditating with her eyes closed and she's got a very pleasant smile and she's her aura is like colorful and it's burning away all these like mists of the mind. You see all these faces like talking uh, coming out of there's one two three four five six seven eight not like at least nine faces maybe um and some of them are like kind of scary looking too but that is our minds that's in fact the kind of thoughts that go on in our mind 
in any given moment. So meditate, meditate is what this card says. Four of Cups is also um, kind of a, a bummed out feeling of missed opportunities. That's the traditional tarot. And don't, don't be. Look, if you missed out on something, you got to recognize the fact that if it was meant to be, it would have happened. So, and if it's truly meant to be yours, it or something like it will come around again. And um, so there are no missed opportunities, really. And so have your mind kind of chew on that for a while and accept it because that's this is just it's such wasted energy and I know of what I speak because I have dwelled in this energy far too much even recently until I realized you know what Uh uh-uh it's there is no missing out on stuff in the past like life our lives are working out exactly as they should and um just recognize that and move forward ah okay so meditate that is the answer one of the answers to how can we get through this moon energy fears or healing fears and but not really being able to see the way and being a little uncertain meditate now we have seven ooh, i like that all right let me tell you what just happened Seven of Wands flipped out. It's uh, titled Stress. Seven of Wands is um, in the traditional tarot. It can be very defensive. It's uh, taking a stand. But it features someone like on the top of a hill. And there are six other people with wands trying to reach him. But they can't. So it is nothing to be like too concerned about because whatever you know we're needing to defend in our lives we have the upper hand in the Osho Zen it features a like a clown dancing on a bubble with all these um, lit candles and it's just very chaotic and the bubble is about to be popped so stress all right now when I reached down to get the card it somehow flipped over and reversed itself. (laughs) So I thought immediately, oh, well, that's really cool because that, so we have the opportunity to reverse the stress in our lives, which is great. So look for it again. I'm talking about, I'm telling you, I think this meditation is the key. Um, any final cards for peeps remember uh, as highly sensitives it's super important to find out what works for you in terms of clearing out your energy healing recharging connecting with god universal energy source spirit god being shorthand for good gotta pray connect connect with that energy higher power all right final final words of um, guidance 
spiritual uh, spirituality is very very important particularly for highly sensitives because we know um, that there is you know energy working behind the scenes of everything because <laughs> we sense it we feel it we see it we know it a oh, whole big um, grouping of cards plopped out and they're good too so we have four of wands that is the celebration card the 1111 um, freedom it's graduations weddings but it's the happy home card ten of cups after that harmony Ooh, this is also like a, there's a woman meditating and she's got two dolphins jumping from her hot heart chakra to the third eye chakra. Very, very healing. And dolphins are symbolic of karmic energy as well. So it's like a healing of karmic energy. Um, there's opportunity there, but you have to work at it. Eight of Pentacles. Ordinariness. Eight of Pentacles is... Um, hard work it's really focusing on something but when you do you turn that ten of cups into an ace of oh my gosh ace of cups beautiful going with the flow someone is kicking back and just like so relaxed in this beautiful blue green watery energy and you move right into the ace of swords consciousness so I mean these cards are so beautiful now, again, Four of Wands, Ten of Cups, Harmony, um, Eight of Pentacles, Work, Ace of Cups, whoo, Rainbows and Unicorns. Ace of Cups is overflowing with blessings and love and compassion and all great, beautiful emotions into the ace of um, swords so you got two aces here ace of swords is truth truth clarity that is great because that clears up that moon this the light from this ace of swords this is the truth and clarity I mean we're talking capital letters neon sign truth clarity new beginnings blessings from God universal energy beautiful 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 and that is what's going to help clear up whatever you'll know which way to go you'll have choices you'll know what choices to make for yourself um, so again fo focus on meditation focus on dedication commitment you got to do it you got to do it to get the results right makes sense um, and, uh, and yeah, this Ace of Swords is a giant Buddha statue clearing out the mists of the mind. And there's like a, a, a planet or a bright star in the third eye chakra. So the third eye chakra is really emphasized. Look it up. And in this reading, we do have several of the cards appearing that directly speak of meditation. So... Um, they're kind of popping up here. That Four of Cups, this Ten of Cups, and the Ace of Cups, or the uh, Ace of Swords. Cool. All right. Yeah, work on ways to clear the mind. And, you know, meditation is, um, it's kind of a, its own 
thing. It's subjective. You can find out what works for you, but it's just being able to like breathe and kind of let things go and clear out the accumulated muck and yuck in the mind. Okay. <clears throat> that will help with everything. Bottom of the deck, Knight of Wands, intensity, moving forward with new passion toward goals, new direction. It's a beautiful energy. Woohoo! Well, I hope that was helpful. I think it was. As always, uh, stay tuned for more and um, have a great week. And uh, as always, I send you love and peace and wish you to be safe and well. Thanks so much.